My name is Dwayne Default, and welcome to Selling SaaS, a daily podcast that's built to get you quick hits of the best advice from the top experts for go-to-market strategies, sales, and product-led growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn more, get better, and execute in 10 minutes or less. Now let's get into today's episode. A lot of what we've talked about in terms of helping our salespeople understand how to find value at the customer or help the customer understand the value, Mm -hmm. this is everything that I would call a will-I decision. So we're talking about the inherent value of the product. Am I going to buy a product in your category? Am I going to buy a shovel? using the example that you used earlier. Mm -hmm. But what it doesn't talk about is why is my shovel better than my competitor's shovel? Mm -hmm. Where does that come into the sales process from your perspective? Discovery. Because you have to figure out what that specific buyer's needs are. So shovels are a great example because I own a ton of them because one has a cool handle. So I don't, my, my, my kids don't need to wear gloves when they use it. I have a wooden one where I wear gloves, but then there are ones with special points on them. There's ones with little hoof, not hoofs, but shoe things. So that way you don't. And so all shovels will get you to the same endpoint. Most types of software are 90% similar. You want a CRM? Great. There's a hundred of them out there and most of them do 80 to 90% of the same thing, but it's the difference in those details that really make the difference. And so if you have a good discovery process, that's focused on the needs of the buyer, you're going to help them figure out what those differences are because people buy on an emotional trigger because something is exciting and then churn or cancellation happens when they find those little things that don't meet up with what they really want to do. And so in the sales process and marketing, marketing is there to take feedback from product to then communicate what everyone, everyone gets from it. So that way, when the, when the prospect gets to the salesperson, it's the salesperson's job to unpack those little things, because those little things are going to be the reason why they don't cancel in a year. And so use the reference of the shovel. There's shovels I don't use. They're shaped the same, cost the same but there's just a little bit of difference between a couple of them that really make an impact for when I'm digging that hole. Hopefully that answers the question. Yes, it does. So one of the things I like to say when I'm talking to the salespeople or companies about this is if you go through the act of determining how much value there is to owning a shovel, right? You really want the shade. And I help you as a client get to that point. Mm -hmm. I've actually built a huge competitive advantage. Yeah because I've built this rapport and trust with my client. Mm-hmm. So, so now if there's not a huge difference between my product and a competitor's product, I at least have the advantage now. Oh, of course. There was a company that I was with for three and a half years, helped them go from 2 million to 11 million in ARR in three and a half years will bootstrap. And then they were part of a giant merger in October of, of 21. And they were part of a marketplace that was saturated. There was a ton of them. And the biggest, one of the biggest pieces of feedback we got in testimonials, reviews, whatever you call it, was the human element. They loved our teams. We would have people leave because some marketing campaign described a competitor in such a way that was so compelling. And they're like, oh, that's what we need. And then they go there and they're like, oh, well, we can't get a hold of anybody for, for six weeks. Like, this is ridiculous. Or it doesn't seem like someone on the other end of the phone actually knows what we're doing. And so it's, it's that little element that really makes a big difference when the sales team support team, the success team, 
really understands the differences that the business, the buyer can, they genuinely, you know, give a damn for lack of a better word. It, that's what really makes a difference in like, if you have apples to apples, the same shovel, but it's about the person you're buying it from at the end of the day. Yeah. So, so I want you to say, instead of saying, um, the differences in the product, I just want you to say that everybody in the company understands value yeah. and how our customers are getting value. Yeah. And when we can do that, it changes the game. Yeah. It, yeah. When the team in place understands that, there's such an elevated atmosphere in the company on all departments. Everyone gets it. You don't have to repeat anything. It just, it seems to click in a lot of different ways. Yeah. I would call that a culture of value. There you go. Nice. I like that. Nice. Thanks Dwayne. Hey, um, thanks for giving me that one. <laughs> but before I go to my last question, yeah. I was going to ask you this at the very beginning, but we jumped in so fast. I didn't get there. So what's in your mind, what's the difference between a CRO and a VP of sales. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so VP, the main difference between a VP and a CRO from what I've seen is the VP of sales typically focuses on new revenue. They really focus on channel sales, referral marketing, assisting referral marketing, and they really focus on top, top funnel revenue. When you have the CRO, they oversee the entire revenue operation where they have a hand in like expansion revenue, the upgrades that like they oversee churn. So they, they basically manage the entire revenue process from start to end. They typically watch twice the amount of metrics that you would as a new sales leader, where you do care about throughput of the funnel, making sure that marketing product and marketing and product are paying attention to what's generating the highest revenue, but then could potentially be generating the highest churn, you know? And so they're much more involved in the lifetime of the customer rather than just, you know, that first two weeks of the trial. So biggest difference there is new revenue versus all the revenue. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Selling SaaS Podcast. And if you got value from today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget, we'll be here for you tomorrow so you can learn, grow, and execute in 10 minutes or less.